Wow, it's Get Animated, the anime recap show from the hosts of Get Played. I'm self-proclaimed Weig's the Podcaster 2000, Nick Weiger. <laughs> and I'm self-proclaimed good Ash Ketchum, Matt Apodaca. Hello, everyone. Wow, hello, everyone, and welcome back to Get Animated, where we are trying something a little different today. Uh, in Heather's absence, we are trying out a commentary episode. So here's how this will work. We'll do a little bit of business up top, and then when we get into the meat of the pod, yeah. we I'll give a cue for when we are going to start the movie. Uh, we're going to start watching Pokemon the Movie 2000, which we're covering today, and then we're just going to talk and react live as it's playing. Uh, you won't hear the audio for the movie, uh, but if you want to, this could work as a functional commentary track if for whatever reason you want to put this movie on and listen to us uh, talk over it. So, yeah, this is the thing we're going we're gonna to try out today and see how it goes. And um, when Nick says we have business to discuss, um, it's actual business. It's like not usually what we talk about on the show. We're going to talk about, you know, finances and stock right. shares and kind yeah. of things like that. Yeah, Mergers. my por por portfolio is in disarray, so. Yeah, well... You know what I'm always saying? You have yeah. to actually, you have to, you have to diversify your portfolio. That's been I'm a big issue. That. I don't diversify. Yeah, you know, I'm kind of anti-diversity in general is the thing. Oh, okay. So. Yeah, that's kind of a, well, in so some cases, that's my, my finances. Nick, I got to tell you right now. Yeah. That's bad for business across the board, baby. That's a great, that's a great point. <laughs> I think I should work uh, on. Would you say also, we're in the podcasting business and business is booming? I think it's fair to say that business is booming. There actually there so. is, I think, a podcast network called Audio Boom, which is really leaning into the fact that audio too loud. is booming. Too that's loud. been that's been honestly a problem with a lot of their podcasts. You put them on, they're just mixed like all the way up. You're just like, oh, ah, yeah. Jesus Christ! Uh, I didn't realize I was watching Oppenheimer. I thought I was listening to a podcast. Oh, sorry, I didn't realize I was watching uh, Interstellar. I thought I was uh, listening to a podcast. What's that other one? Tenant. Yeah, Christopher right. Nolan's movies are too loud. I didn't realize I was watching. Uh, what's another one? Uh, the Prestige. Yeah, I bet you that one's normal. I uh, bet you that one's not that loud. I think it's probably pretty loud. But you what know, about I've... the following? You think you think his first movie, The Following, is loud? Probably I think not. Right. Following is loud. You think Following is loud? Yeah, I've never seen Following. Have you seen it? I have seen it actually. I've never seen it. It's all right. It's not as crazy as some of his other ones. It's, these some of these ideas that he has, I'm like, where did he even come up with this? Uh, He's like yeah. so crazy. A guy dresses up like a bat and fights crime. Okay, Where did he buddy, even come up with that. Yeah, he's so. This guy's like. He's, he's probably mind. like the Joker. He's the Joker himself. This Christopher Nolan. Yeah, don't get me started on the Joker. Yeah, so he loves the Burbank AMC. We're gonna get into this. Uh, but I do want to I do want to say that uh, for the first time in our our, our Patreon uh, side of things here on Get Animated, our producer Rochelle is here. Hi, Rochelle. Hi, Rochelle. Hi, everyone. Rochelle, okay. are you a Pokemon fan? I would say I'm a casual Pokemon fan. Okay. You know, mm. it was just around a lot when I was a kid. Right. Um, I played Pokemon Yellow on my Game Boy Color. Oh, there you go. I never Hell got yes. past Snorlax. Oh, uh, yeah, you need that Poke Flute to get past Snorlax, and you can get that, okay, I think. I did not know that. You can get that, I think, somewhere in Lavender Town, or I think you can get that in uh perhaps even i think celadon city if i had to if i had to search my mind palace but you can go back to that rochelle if you'd like and i know where, where, where were you when i when i look had to, i was I playing i was doing it doing the same thing you were just trying to figure out how to wake up snorlax get him get him <laughs> off his ass 
That was an era where you can't like it. I don't think it was as easy to find answers online. Like a game facts no. existed. Yes. But it was like a little bit. It wasn't like a, Hey, this is a, I can pull up a YouTube tutorial that shows me exactly what to do. And I could just follow these steps. I would write down by hand a website that I would find like how to go do stuff mm-hmm. and send and give it to my mom on a piece of paper and be like, mom, go to this website and press print when she went to work. And then she would come <laughs> back with like a stack of papers and was like, you got me in so much trouble. <laughs> I wasn't supposed to print this much. I didn't realize it was going to be this much. And I was like, I'm sorry, I need this. And then just sort of peruse it to see where I would, you know, need to uh, get, get my information. That's mom really doing you a solid, though. Look, she got in trouble for me a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, So we're going to get to Pokemon the Movie 2000 in just a bit. But, Matt, before we do that, the question that comes up at the top of each of these episodes is... uh, what we've been weebin'? What we've been weebin'? Uh, I had a uh, a failed attempt uh, at, at weebing. I will tell you exactly what happened. I won't tell you what I was going to watch because it might come up in a future episode. I'll, so I won't spoil that. Okay. I thought I had downloaded some anime on my phone pre-flight, and I thought everything was all squared away. Let me tell you something. That stuff did not complete downloading at all. Oh boy. The Crunchyroll app. Yeah. Not good. Not good. I, some of the other stuff I downloaded for this flight. Came through, subtitled, everything's ready to rock. I'm watching that, but not for discussion on this show. But are you on, but are uh, are those on other platforms? Those in other apps? Or or those on Crunchyroll? Disney Plus came in clutch. Netflix came in clutch. This is the thing. Crunchyroll's offline. You can't trust. Yeah. Well, yeah. Because I had to, I had to connect. I had to connect online to access the download. Yeah, it's all. What am I doing? What am I doing? Yeah. What are you doing? It's on my phone. I can't watch, watch offline it. Offline needs to be truly offline. No, I've 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 encountered that before. So I don't got nothing for you, but I'll, that's just another yet another strike. And I guess in a series of infinite strikes for the Crunchyroll app. Because what am I going to do? Not use it? Yeah, that's the other thing. It's like, what's the alternative? We're, we're, yeah, we're please, trapped. sir. Can I have another? See you yeah, next week. Yeah, yeah good grief. Uh, well, I've got something uh, pretty uh, pretty big to talk about, which is I got around to watching the Attack on Titan finale, the series oh. finale, uh, the final chapters part two. This is like a 90-minute special that, uh, you know, puts a, uh, puts a, a, a bookend, puts a, a, a bit of finality on uh, the end of the 10-year odyssey that has been Attack on Titan. I haven't been watching it for all of these 10 years, but I have watched every episode. And you know that feeling at the end of a long series where you're kind of nervous because you don't want them to mess it up? And Mm -hmm. they also knew that the manga finale, which has been out for a little bit, a couple years now, was kind of a little bit polarizing. So I was like, oh, is this going to be one of those things where they don't really, you know, hit it? But from my perspective and from what I've read from, you know, other other reactions online, I think they pretty much stuck the landing here. I think it's, hey. a, it's a really strong final episode or, or episodes packed into one, you know, uh, multi uh, you know multi-part supersized episode in fact if i was going to give any sort of criticism it would be that the release schedule for the finales because they had like the final chapters part one and then part two and those were each like something like six months apart and like Mm -hmm. a a while after the last season aired it just had an odd rhythm to it and i don't understand why they decided to to air these two 90 minute specials instead of just doing 
you know, like a, a final season and just yeah. having it come out on a, a you know, a, with a, a sort of a weekly regularity. I don't quite understand why they went in that direction because I feel like this, this final thing does feel like suitably epic, but just in terms of, of pacing, it's like enough time had passed where it kind of just starts right in the middle of the action. And it, we won't go into spoiler country here. Cause you know, again, no. it's the, the final episode of something that's very, very expansive. But I, but you are just kind of mentally like, oh yeah, it's that guy. Oh yeah, that guy. And you're trying to remember everything that that happened with these characters because it's been a long time since the last uh, the last new thing aired. But it is really, really well done. It's really satisfying. It's bittersweet. Uh, it 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 gives a sense of closure to all the 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 major characters. There is kind of a, a thing that I've read from some some i've read some takes that are kind of yeah. like the the commentary uh, the the series's commentary of the protagonist Aaron is kind of like a a a, a take on the shonen protagonist the idea of like oh if you give mm-hmm. one person however well meaning so much power you know there's a good chance they're going to fuck it up which is kind of what it feels like the series is saying and kind of feel kind of contrary or counter to uh what you'll see in a lot of other anime there's also one thing one small thing that I'll comment mm. on which is just like a really awesome piece of filmmaking that I don't think I've seen anywhere else and it was really simple yeah there's these two characters and one of them is holding an object that's of immense importance and he's seeing it one way yeah. in his shot and then when they reverse to the other character and he's looking at the object, he's seeing that object as something else. So they're both seeing the object as something that's yeah. extremely important, but to them personally. But depending on whose look, like perspective it is, the object just appears as something different. And it just works. It's just such a such effective visual shorthand for like, you know, the import of this this moment. And I don't know. It's just like, oh, that's just that's just really. Really clever visual storytelling. Overall, I love this series, and I thought it was a great finale. I'm I'm curious what other uh, AOT fans thought, but I I thought it was I thought it was a a great final episode. Th- that um that reminds me of uh, a T-shirt I once saw, Nick. It's uh it said, "Beauty is in the eye of the beer holder." Uh, let's get into Pokemon the movie <laughs> 2000. I actually so did is... remember something else too. Uh, yeah. I was at a diner uh, this weekend and I saw that they were they actually were showing One Piece on one of the TVs, like the anime One Piece, like not the the Netflix adaptation. And I'll tell you something: nothing's more tr- confusing to try to follow than a <laughs> mid run <laughs> episode of One Piece <laughs> that is silent. Yes, <laughs> I was just looking over. It's like I cannot even begin to perceive what is going on. Just let it wash over you. All right, Pokemon <laughs> the Movie 2000 was released in 1999. Now, the I've never seen this movie. You both have seen this movie before? I saw this film in the theaters, Nick. Wow. That's right. Yeah. Same here. I yeah. remember wow. watching my brother took me, I think I was seven, to the theaters. Um, and I remember, I think this was the first time I ever felt profound sadness. <laughs> <laughs> So you both must have been like hyped for this movie because it's coming off of this is the is this the second Pokemon movie that's released in North America? I think so. Yeah, this is the second one, and I remember. Yeah, I loved the seeing the first one in the theaters, and I remember my mom um, being mad that she had to take us to another one of these because she did not like the first one at all. Right, uh, just could didn't didn't have a way in. wasn't for her. And this was, I believe, more inscrutable than than the first one. If you don't, if you're not following along with like with 
anything that's going on in Pokemon. And I, but I remember liking this. I don't remember what card because when you the the fun part about seeing these movies in theaters was there was a there was always a giveaway that you got. And I think one mm. movie should do giveaways uh, because like you would go see a you know, a Pokemon movie, you get a exclusive Pokemon card for seeing the movie, and you don't know what it is until you open the pack. And that was always really fun. Yeah, I'm surprised that that, that isn't. It doesn't seem to be detailed on the um, on the Wikipedia for the movie. I would have thought that would be in here somewhere. Maybe it, maybe it's just kind of buried at some point. Uh, but yeah, that that's uh, I, I I've you know again this is this is I, I'm I'm uh, I'm the oldest one here, and I for me Pokemon was like I was a little bit too. I thought it was like kids stuff, you know, and so like I like a lot of the Pokemon stuff that came out when I was younger, I just like didn't catch until later. And again, I've never seen this. Uh, and you mentioned you said the word inscrutable. Speaking of inscrutable, here's the literal Japanese title uh, for Pokemon the movie 2000. Pokemon the movie, the Phantom Pokemon, Lugia's explosive birth. <laughs> So you kind of understand why they made it Pokemon the movie 2000 in the States. It just yeah. a little easier to wrap your head around. Yeah, even because even Pokemon the movie 2000 is kind of like not super clear. Like no. I guess you sort of understand that, okay, this is a Pokemon movie that came out in the year 2000. That's sort of, you know, that makes sense. Or, you know, I guess in, in Japan it came out in 99. But uh, explosive birth is kind of just tough to hear. It just uh, sounds like a, a large Montreal movie or something. <laughs> Um, I also don't think we're getting the 20 minute short, which aired in advance theatrically Pikachu's rescue adventure. So I don't, I don't think we're going to start with Pikachu's rescue adventure. We'll see, but I think we're going to go right into the movie. Uh, these shorts, um, <laughs> if it's anything like the first, uh, Pokemon, uh, short, the Pikachu short that plays before the movie, uh, there's, it's only Pokemon sounds like yes, it's only, yeah. <laughs> it's only Pokemon saying their names over and over again with subtitles to infer what they're saying. And I remember very specifically, my, that was like my mom's checkout point. She was like, I, <laughs> what are we doing here? <laughs> what the hell was the one that aired with the first? It was another Pikachu thing, right? Yeah, he got like lost and then, or some of the other Pokemon got lost with him and then they found some other Pokemon like an island or something. I feel like they're always like island adjacent. Yeah, Pikachu's vacation. Yes, because I think the idea is like how well, how did all these Pokemon get away from civilization? Yeah, how they get away from the people that can talk and like the reason that right. we understand what's going on in the show. Uh, but you know, it's just at the end of the day, you just kind of want to see your cute little guys splashing around. Well, hopefully, we'll see some of this in this film. So I'm gonna I'm gonna count down uh, from three to one. I'm gonna say three, two, one, start. And on the start, that's when I will start press play on this movie. We're all gonna watch it together. All right, here we go. Pokemon the movie 2000. In three, two, one, start. I believe that we're we're watching on a watch party. I believe the two of you can adjust the volume locally. But let me know if you can or can't do that. Okay. Slow King, look at God. Won't he do it? Yeah, field of flowers there. I love just some voiceover... <laughs> over like some sort of ancient tomb or something. Yeah. Just like, I don't know what this is exactly, but all right. Do you think any kid watching this 
was like, I understand. Yeah. <laughs> That's already so dense for for a kid. Yeah, let's start with this old English poem. <laughs> with, kids are just like, what the fuck? But also kids are just sitting there with their mouths open because they're just yeah. like, they just know that Pokemon are about to appear. All right, we're learning okay. about Moltres right now. Yeah, these are the, the legendary birds that center in the first game. Every every game has a sort of legendary creature, and the first two, they were birds, and then from there on, they sort of added ones as well. I'm really glad we have the walking Pokedex, uh, Pokedex that is you here. because they, uh, I, 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 I can help as much as I can. Yeah. Uh, I, I'm actually, I don't know any math or anything. I don't know anything good, but I got this. <laughs> that is more useful than math. This was also, and I think we're seeing some of this here. This is the era of early, like, CG integration with traditional animation. Yeah. So, like, what we just saw there with this, like, animated grid and these 3D objects moving around, and even here with this giant pillar um, being raised. Uh, did you see that... Um... <laughs> Like when he was going up that elevator thing, there were like these like sort of cherubic like Michelangelo ass like babies. Like yes. so like did like the Renaissance period like happen in Pokemon? <laughs> like did they is their world the same as ours, but they just have like Pokemon? I, I wonder about that and here we're seeing like this big CG flying structure. This is very, very early, like, you know, 3D animation still a little bit. A little bit uh, uh, PlayStation-y, a little bit Xbox-y yeah. for a feature film. But, like, it's uh, I, I do wonder about that. What is the history exactly in this kind of parallel reality to ours? I am like already completely lost. I don't know what the <laughs> hell is going on in this movie. So this guy is trying yeah. to harness the power of these legendary bird Pokemon, and each of those bird Pokemon exist on their own island that they, like, protect. And so now Moltres is here. Got and it. He looks cool. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. A beautiful creature. Moltres is such a beautiful bird. Beautiful <laughs> flaming bird. Now, Donald... Don't say that about one mo uh, just one legendary bird. They're all beautiful. <laughs> this doesn't look bad. No, it looks pretty good, honestly. Yeah. I'm pretty surprised at how well it holds up visually. Yeah. This is a pretty dazzling sequence, actually. Um, they're capturing Moltres, and it's actually it's quite sad. It's screaming in agony. <laughs> yeah, oh it God. looks harrowing. <laughs> Oh, the guy who talks in chess metaphors. My least favorite kind of bad guy. Yeah. The rooks will soon take their place on the board. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. Shut up, dork. And Nick, their powers are fire, Lugia. ice, and an electricity. Great. So those are sort of like the three most powerful things. Right. 
Yeah, I think I. Where do you, where do you stand? I think I'd maybe kind of be a water guy. Although I guess I use electricity a lot. I do use. I'm using electricity right now. As a matter of fact, Is that we owe this episode to electricity. Yeah, in a lot of ways. The. Oh, okay. All right, get this big title card, The Power of One, with this wailing fucking Steve Vai guitar solo underneath. That was pretty That was pretty sick. I loved yeah, that. Awesome. And so this is presented by the Pikachu Project 99. What do we got here? Another perfect day in paradise. Pikachu, kind of the living figurehead of this ship. So we got Ash, Misty, Togepi. I believe his name was Tracy. Cool. They're on this boat. Uh, Veronica Taylor, the English ver- voice of Ash Ketchum. Uh-huh. Pretty, uh, pretty cool thing to be known for. Yeah. If you look through uh, Andy's, uh, or I'm sorry, if you look through Veronica's credits, rather, played uh-huh. also Andy in Advance Wars, uh, played a bunch of different characters in the Fire Emblem series, um, Near Replicant. Uh, wow. Just a, just a, just one of those people who has like a, a 30-year career of basically being in like every video game and animated series at a certain yeah. point. So this is a new Pokemon song. Wow, well, played April the... O'Neil in, in the in some of the old Ninja Turtles. Wow, from the early two thousands. Sorry, uh, go on. I was gonna say I love the idea of an artist being tasked with okay, you have to write a song for a movie. It has to have Pokemon stuff in it. Yes, like you have yeah. to you have to be pretty familiar with like the lore and like what they're all about. Uh, I mentioned before, but I worked on the the Fantastic Four video games. Yeah. And so these were tied in with the the Fantastic Four movies. And they'd commissioned Jurassic 5 to make a Fantastic Four song, uh, which they did. Yeah. But then they were like, we actually aren't using this in the movie. Can you please put it in the video game? And the song is, and God bless them, you know, get paid. But it, it's it's just like I just the one lyric I remember is uh, 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 they're an inspiration to all the children. Their base of operations is the Baxter building. Like, they, just, <laughs> they just have like a list of like Fantastic Four facts and like pulled from Wikipedia. It's like I don't know. Can we rhyme Baxter building with something? Yeah, and just working backwards from their Wikipedia. Yeah, uh, yeah. If you saw Nick, there was um, a a magic harp submarine being piloted by Jesse and James and Meowth of Team Rocket. So That's I wonder right. how their villainous Team a- Rocket. Their antics will factor into this film. Well, and it's also like they're kind of incognito among, amongst a bunch of actual magic carp, yes? That's right. Yeah, a school of them if you will. Meryl's getting agitated. <laughs> you hate to see that. No. What are they doing out there? They're just on a boat. I mean, I guess they're tra- traversing. I don't see a lot of air travel in this world, actually. It's, they travel a lot by boat. 
what do they have? Do they have zeppelins? Where is their what is their level of technology? Because it's I mean, it's kind of a modern technology, right? There aren't there computers and televisions. They're computers. They're sort of like um, they're familiar with um, like Dropbox like based storage systems for Pokemon. They're, right. You can put a Pokemon in the computer somehow. Explain yeah, that got, to me. They have a crude cloud, but yeah. there isn't like there don't seem to be a lot of cars even. Yeah, they're on bikes a they're lot. They're on bicycles. There's like tr- there's like uh, there's rail, I think. I guess certainly you boats. can infer that there is some sort of air travel because that guy's base was in the air, that evil man from the beginning of the right. movie. Right. Can he just can he just get up there? <laughs> All right, they're in the middle of the Orange Islands. The Magic Carp. The and Orange the Magic Islands. Carp we love the Orange Islands. It's where I'm from. <laughs> Very serious face me. from Pikachu. <laughs> Trump moves to the Orange Islands, so he <laughs> escapes subpoena. Yeah. <laughs> Come oh, and man, get this me. Guy's good. You'll never yeah. find it. There's <laughs> nothing we can do. <laughs> they don't have a um, extra uh, extradition treaty. <laughs> Here's a question: Do you like? I'll pose this to both of you. As Pokemon fans, did you like that Meowth could talk in full sentences? I, I'll say for me that it, it always baffled me because I was a little dork that liked rules. Yeah, And so right. I was like, okay, well, wait a second. <laughs> not, not, he's not like the rest of them, but they do an episode that explains why he's like that. And I don't remember the particulars, but I remember it being – he was like experimented on. He's like Rocket, oh, I think. It. Yeah, that is a bummer. Yeah. What about you, Rochelle? I don't know. I think I always just thought he was a little freak. I didn't, <laughs> I didn't like him very much. He's quite rude, isn't he? Yeah. He is. Then maybe it's succeeding with what it's trying to do. Yeah. They don't want the asshole like could him. talk? I don't like him. Um, so Mime's here. That is that Professor Oak? Which professor is that? That's Professor Oak and Ash's mom and this simp Mr. Mime, Mime went inside to go get an umbrella for Ash's mom. Milady. Yeah, he's down bad. Yeah. <laughs> like a horny ass. <laughs> I mean, who can blame him? Well, for okay, Nick. <laughs> just saying. <laughs> hey, I'm just saying. I like, I'm just saying as a catch-all for like, what? <laughs> I'm just saying. It's like, oh, I guess he's just saying. I don't, yeah, it's, he's just saying, yeah. What do you want? What do you, I, guess, I don't can't care. Really, can't really counter that. <laughs> was he being horny for a mom in a children's cartoon? Yeah. He was, but he was just saying. He so. was just saying. Uh-oh, kind of fun visual gag. They took these diglets came and took Professor Oak's bike, and he won't just get on the ground for some reason. He has to be on the fence, coward. One thing I like about, as someone who's played some Pokemon games but has not seen as much of the anime, is yeah. I always get a better sense of how of the size of the different Pokemon oh, in the animated form. Because it's like the Diglett, it's, it's like, oh, yeah, I guess, I guess Diglett are much smaller than... You know, you, you'll see those stats in the Pokédex, but it a bit, maybe doesn't necessarily, you know, get in your brain as much as seeing it next, seeing a, a Diglett next to a Mime. Yeah, because you see them as Mime. sprites, and they're all pretty much same size. They're not to scale, yeah. especially in the combat, you know, screen. Yeah, but when you see them now, uh oh, 
that didn't feel good. Uh, <laughs> but the when you see them now in yeah. their in the more modern games, they are like they are more or less to scale. It's it's kind of fun to see them in the overworld walking around. Right. Carol. Her name is Carol. Okay, the Legend Festival starts today on Shamudi Island, is it? Yeah, Shamudi Island. I was just yeah. about to say that, isn't it cool that, like, <laughs> I feel like with this IP, it was still sort of, like, so early that they're just kind of like, I don't know, just say whatever you want. <laughs> <laughs> just say whatever. <laughs> she looks like Klonoa. She does a little bit with the two Her hair uh, looks like the Klonoa ears, kind of. She's got a bit of an attitude, this this lady. So they're wearing some sort of traditional garb, masks, and uh, uh, some sort of like cloaks, or looks like it's made out of feathers or fur or something. Yeah, I guess for this ritual. Perhaps the but, feathers of from a pidgeotto. Oh, that would make sense. Do they have? I feel like normal animals don't exist. Then, huh? You don't see them usually. You don't see like this, a horse. This is a big question for Pokemon, just like the the world. I think that yes, the basically Pokemon are the animals of this reality. So it's it's not that that like, you know, like a dog exists. It's just there. Yeah, they the Pokemon are take the place of animals. Now, where does that extend to? Because some of them are kind of, of plant-like, you know? You've got, yeah. like, grass-type Pokemon, so that's its own thing. Does that, Do you think there's, there are there's parasites? Bug types? Right? So, yeah, exactly, yeah. What what happens is this, is that, are, are they Pokemon at, like, the level of, like, viruses and bacterium? Yeah. You know, I don't know. I don't know exactly what's going on. I Maybe would they like are. there to be, a, like, a, a, a bacteria Pokemon. That's kind of interesting to think about. Yeah, oh, why not? Pokemon at this point. in my blood. Yeah, some sort of Pokemon microbe. Ah. Don't drink the Pokemon at the end of the bottle of tequila. <laughs> I just got a Pokemon infection from some <laughs> undercooked beef at a jack in the box. <laughs> Fucking been shitting my brains out. Yeah, yeah. I, I, the, the, I ate like rotted Miltank meat. Uh. <laughs> So Ash and Misty sort of have a Sam and Diane sort of like will they, won't they sort of thing. And this sure. this girl with the attitude gave him a kiss on the cheek, and Misty absolutely hated it earlier. So we'll see if they make good on this. They are 10, so I don't think anything. Canonically 10, got it. <laughs> yes, I don't think it's going to be crazier than that. Yeah. They have normal food, like... The food in Pokemon isn't different than food. No, in our yeah, world. the the like because uh, here they have a big pl big bucket of fruit, a big bowl of fruit in front of them, and then there's just pineapple, pears, all the things you would expect. All right, now we got an ocarina making an appearance, and uh, that's the girl we met on the beach, Melody. 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 Melody is doing a little dance on stage, playing a little ocarina, and everyone is transfixed. Everyone at this big 
beach feast. And now it sort of like makes sense why she had such a big attitude earlier. She's sure. talented. There's also an element of what is this still? <laughs> like, cause I'm, we're like 20 minutes into the movie. Right. And I'm still yeah. kind of like, so they were just on a boat. They ended up in an Island and now they're, and no one's like, no one's at all been like, Hey, what's going on? <laughs> like, I Hey, where's kind of the, the, how, how, how things work in this world. They're sort of like, Oh, yeah. I was on my way to go do something, but now we're kind of just doing something else. We'll get back to that other thing later. Cause now we're doing this. I yeah. Guess. We won't worry about that. It's like a side quest in a video game. So maybe yeah. it's just fine. That pineapple looks suspect, wouldn't you say? Uh, Completely it's, yeah, green? It's totally green. <laughs> Might be a little underripe. <laughs> All right, so this feels like we're getting some, some details of plot import from Melody. She's talking about getting three, ob three MacGuffins, is it three glass orbs? Yeah. And bringing them back here, and then she's going to play some song and that lets some ritual happen. The spread looked pretty good, I got to say. There was like a pizza there, maybe some wings. It looked like a bowl of spaghetti, perhaps. Yeah. And a bunch of fruit. All the fruit you could eat in the ripest pineapple you've ever seen. Or the least ripe. Where do you put... So you got, looks like we got some oranges, pears, grapes. The pineapple was mentioned. Maybe a mango there. What do you start with first? There's, Honestly, there's just lemons, too. That's an odd one. Yeah, I'm not going for the lemon. I'll just Definitely not going for a lemon end. on its own. No, maybe I'll cut it, put it in my water. Sure. I'd be interested in trying the, the local pear. I don't eat pears enough, but every time I have one, I'm like, this is good. You get a nice pear. It's delightful. Yeah. You ever do like an Asian pear? Those are fun. No. Oh, they come with that little like that little that little net, right? Yeah, some of them they come in like a little um cozy. But yeah. like uh, you know, you grab them at that that's if you get them at the the grocery store, but sometimes you get them at like the farmers market or something like that. They don't necessarily have that. All right, Team no. Rocket has oh, they're God. now part in their busted Magikarp and they are having to manually pedal it over the ocean. I will say, even though they're bad, I like mm -hmm. seeing I like seeing the three of them because you just know what they're just gonna get their shit rocked the whole time, and it's always it's always funny. Well, there is just kind of something that's very satisfying about the bad guys on a parallel quest. Like like we're going we're gonna pursue this thing, and then you've got these secondary antagonists of these bad guys who are also pursuing this thing that are gonna be like kind of like getting their way a little bit. They're not the main obstacle, but they're just like another obstacle. Right. I mean, I think the the one I the one I always think of is the uh, the uh, the villainous um, storm chasers and Twister. It's the kind of thing that doesn't really make sense, but it also like it helps the movie that right. they're just like bad guys in like black cars who are like chasing after the same storms. So you see here, Nick, Slow yeah. King can also talk. Yes. So I haven't seen this in twenty something years. Maybe, maybe there's a scene with Meowth and Slow King, and they're like, "Huh, we can both talk." Maybe they'll say that. I know a lot of the, these films have gotten a lot of criticism for looking cheap, and I will say, you know, it's it maybe looks more like TV animation than feature animation. There's a mm -hmm. lot of just static shots, but I think it looks not bad. Yeah, I don't think it's. Nothing I've seen has looked rough to me in any in any way. Yeah. 
I mean, they, they clearly were churning these out quickly, but it's not like done with the, it's not completely devoid of artistry. I've seen movies this year that I thought out loud, they needed to let that, that cook a little, a little longer. This, right. <laughs> he's a mm. boy and he's a friend, but he's not my boyfriend. It's such Good a. Line. Ash is always getting friend zoned, and I, you know, he yeah. comes on this show. Do you think he's like that's why he's mad? Do you think Ash? Oh, is an that incel? would. Yeah, that probably would m make some sense at the the heart of it. And so they always want Pikachu because Pikachu is so that pick that Pikachu in particular is so powerful. Yeah, because Ash okay. has trained him really good. Right. Now, who is the boy? We were watching the dub, I should say. Um, yes. Partly because we're talking over it. Just makes this a little bit easier to track. What's happening? The actor who plays the bad guy uh, has some real pipes. Really good voice. And so, yeah, now there's this this weird weather pattern happening that's causing snow where there shouldn't be snow and things like that. And one can only speculate the as the reason why this is occurring. And see, they have computer phone technology in the year 2000. Right. It's both futurist... But also, you know what? It does kind of just seem like a better world, though. That's the yeah. other thing. Do you think it's not have, like, oh, we got, yeah. Like, war? Like, do you think they have, like, things like this in this world? I don't, I bet you they don't. No, like, this is the biggest crisis that's happening. <laughs> yeah. That some bad guy might get his hands on three legendary Pokemons. Like, and oh, three, shit. And three kids are somewhere they shouldn't be. Yeah. Like, <laughs> Let's go to DEFCON 2. This is yeah. a fucking global <laughs> crisis. Uh,. Is the bad guy the collector? Is that who he is? I've already oh, lost like track. He's from like. No, I've just tried to try to track the character's name because I'm trying to figure out. Pull, oh, pull I, from the IMDb sure. who that's the actor a, is. That, that's useful to pull up. Let me see. Yeah. Uh, so I they're like, rolling over the waves right now, the, and the the ship has just been run aground. Bad day is for water vessels. Ash and Pikachu. Yes. And they're just in front of a massive uh, just run of stairs cut into stone. Ash is chasing after Pikachu running up these these steps. I like when Pikachu springs into ac action and like runs on all fours. It's so cute. It is cute. <laughs> Cause he's mostly right, so bipedal. We got, a, we got a speed boat here. This is Misty melody. And uh, who's the other guy? Bra oh, that's Tracy and Tracy. And then 
it, it, it they don't realize that Team Rocket are stowaways on this boat. No, and the boat is also doing something I've never seen a boat do, which is <laughs> ride a wave sideways. Yeah, just go straight up in the air. Yeah. <laughs> Seems a little physically impossible. Uh, and so what happened is Team Rocket just got ejected there, and they were being carried via parachute, it looks like, towards the same island where Ash is now trying to catch Pikachu. So they're all ending up at the same destination. They're just in yeah. three different parties. Look at this bread she's eating over there. That looks so good. That's what I was going to say. And I, I think you know <laughs> we might be running into, we're recording this like kind of at a weird time where we maybe should be eating lunch right now. Yeah. So like, yeah, they were just eating, she was eating bread and chips. And I was like, that looks so fucking good. <laughs> like I sometimes, there's certain foods that just look better. Like sometimes yes. when they're animated, like I could picture the bread from the, Disney animated Aladdin, and I'm like, that is like some of the best looking bread I've ever seen. Good looking bread, so that's good. also his. That's how you know Aladdin. That's how you you know Aladdin's a good guy because he's stealing, but then he shares the bread with the. Uh, it's with, the kid, right? The whoever monkey, need, yeah. Oh, the monkey, yeah. Whoever, whoever's like, oh, you're also hungry. Here, I'll share with you. I'm doing this for altruistic reasons. Yeah, he's not just a thief. Yeah, criminal. He's actually a good guy. This boat's going upstairs. This is in, this movie's insane. <laughs> yeah, it's they're using the sail to sail a boat upstairs on yeah. solid ground. I I I am sort of like it's I this is what I'm going to say so far. I'm enjoying the film. Yeah. No, it's good. The plot's not the plot's not really like there yet. No. But I do sort of now, I think, oh, my mom, a phone call and like an apology <laughs> for like making her take me to this. She you never walked out of a steps. movie with us. The one time she walked, she made us all leave a movie was Good yeah. Burger. <laughs> I think you've said this before, which yeah, is she very like, funny. She dragged us out of the movie theater kicking yeah. and screaming because she had had enough. <laughs> <laughs> this was also like, you know, I think nowadays if you're a parent, you can just put in AirPods and listen to a podcast or something like yeah. that, right? Like you oh, can yeah. you can find different ways to zone out. Back then, you were locked in. You were pot committed to watching this entire movie and having nothing else to divert your focus. Yeah, my dad one time took us to go see Rugrats in Paris and like yeah. got up in the middle of the movie and like didn't come back. And we were like, "Where did Dad go?" We walked to the car because we're like, "I guess we'll just go see if the car's still there." And he was asleep in the car. <laughs> that rocks. It's a great dad move. I was like, "What the hell? He like left us." <laughs> uh, Pikachu just found an ancient sphere. One of the, the one of the glass spheres that is prophesized. And Ash is yanking it out of there. Yanking it out of its receptacle. I I think in this world, I'd rather just be one of the other probably millions of people that get to have Pokemon that doesn't get to do all this stuff. This all seems like too much to be doing. Right. Yeah. You don't this I don't I don't need to be going on these adventures. No. Leave that for someone else. That's those are like the people who are like, I'm gonna climb Everest. I'm like, great hey, good luck with that. That's yeah, great. Good luck. I'll, I'll read your book someday. I'll just have a cubone and go to work in like an office or something. 
I do sort of like that Jesse's like, I'll wear the bad guy uniform, but I have to be hot. Is that okay? Yes, yeah. <laughs> All right, the, the Pikachu and Ash are getting lectured for retrieving this artifact. There's a... Um... Misty is co-signing. There's a banned episode of Pokemon that didn't air mm-hmm. in the U.S. And for some reason, um, James is wearing like a bikini costume and he has like huge jugs. What? <laughs> yeah. He, they like, <laughs> they gave, like for some reason, part of his disguise is that he has jugs. And then there's an episode that they banned because it caused uh, epileptic seizures uh, in uh, a lot of children. I I remember that one. Okay, I just searched for James Pokemon banned episode, and you weren't kidding. And it's also not in a... It's not like, oh, this is a, you know, some sort of sweat big bulky sweater and maybe there's something underneath here you're seeing like in a bikini top like the full uh circumference of these uh these biggins this is really strange they look good they look good they look good james looks good he looks good apparently they're inflatable in the canon okay But it just looks like part of of James's flesh. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, look, they're they're this way ahead in technology in the in the world of Pokemon. You yeah. have to give it up. This has got to be one of those things that like imprinted itself on so many children's sexuality. <laughs> just yeah. like it's like, oh my god. Yes, this is up there with uh, Bugs Bunny dressing as a girl bunny. Right. Uh, James with the jugs. The first thing that you Google, when you Google it, the first thing that the first image is him grabbing his own jugs. Yes. It's also apparently it was a bikini contest episode. So that was the premise of this. Yeah. And I guess I'm trying to bring the word jugs back. (laughs) I'm more of a Yabos man. Yabos is funny. So Zapdos is my favorite of the three birds. Zapdos looks awesome. The electrical legendary Pokemon. And it looks like Meowth is claiming Zapdos. And again, they're trying to capture these three legendary birds to unleash Lugia. That's the end game here. He wants the power of... Yeah, of Lugia. But see, this is what I love about Pikachu is that he's a ride or die. He's like, right. I'll no matter what, I always got your back, and like he'll just like see a big ship and be like, I guess I'll try and shock shock it. Yeah, he's got like the the just the look of determination at all times. No, he's great. <laughs> He's cute, but he's also powerful. Yes. Kind of like me. combo. Yeah, a lot like you. (laughs) Pikachu's just like me for real. (laughs) 
I'm still thinking about James with a big rack, I must admit. <laughs> yeah, you, it, it, I think I saw you uh, make it your, your phone screen. <laughs> I don't like how much this seems to hurt them. That's the thing. They're, they're really, you know, just yelling in agony as they're entrapped in the cages uh, that are used to contain their powers by the villainous collector. Yeah, it is pretty harrowing. And so they got the, they used this, he used the same technology to capture them that he did to capture the boat with all the people on it. But the boat didn't go all the way up. Do you think when they were animating it, they're like, well, it'll go through the same thing. But then they like got up to that point and they're like, it doesn't look like it's going to fit. Let's just make the boat kind of stuck right here. That's probably it. It's <laughs> like, yeah, fine. We'll, we'll fucking oh, I'm going to keep drawing it's this. Fine. I'm done drawing this. They're probably so constrained by budget and time that at yeah. a certain point they're just like, well, fuck it, you know, whatever. But just ship this thing. If they, like, just did whatever, I'd be like, oh, yeah, that makes sense. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, I'm just like, well, yeah, great. They're in an iron, like, rod cage that this guy has. Yeah, so, like, all... All of the major characters now are all in the Lawrence the Third, the Collector's Lair, along with uh, Zapdos and Moltres. If you're a bad guy, he has, he has a Sistine Chapel so, ceiling. Yeah, it's a he has a basilica <laughs> in his uh, in his fucking lair, yeah. which rocks. It, that's, that's so great. sick. Great move. But like. <laughs> If you're a bad guy, when you're building your lair, do you like, I think I need like a cage. Like just in case yes. I get yeah. people I'm trying to capture. It's get three cages kind of, you know, kind of equidistant from each other. But yeah, I, I, I definitely need those three cages. And then also if we could just get like the, you know, uh, the giant fresco on the ceiling. Yeah. Um, <laughs> just bring me like the greatest living artist to sort of paint that. Yeah. That would be great. You know, going to need some marble floors, uh, some marble columns for sure. Yeah. Um, if I can get like a Star Trek chair that just can kind of like move freely throughout the space, that would be really handy. So in this world, are angels real? Like are angels, religion a thing in this world? Great question. These are questions I've never thought to ask. And I've been playing and watching like Pokemon since I was a mere child. Well, it's also like this is the monetarily... It's the most successful IP in history. Yes. Like Pokemon. It's like crazy how big it is. And a pro and a lot of the lore, a lot of the world building is unsettled. Yes. And so it it is the kind of thing where I mean, I maybe it's just maybe it's just the audience or maybe it's just what people are focused on or is different, but like I feel like with with something like Lord of the Rings, they've spent so much try time trying to unpack the reality of like what are the you know what is the mysticism in this world, uh, what is the what is the age of this universe, you know, like all these these big questions I think have kind of tried to been be solved and yeah, yeah with the Pokemon world they're just like ah eh, fucking whatever you know, there's helicopters I guess. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. And in video cameras with a single cord that somehow go live. Yeah. (laughs) 
I do love Professor Oak. He's yeah, such Professor a Oak giving us a big lore dump right now. Great character. Did you ever have one of those pens with the that he's got that's got a different color you could click to? I did, but it, they seem so much better than they actually are. Definitely a better in theory thing because yeah. I, I thought they were so cool. They're like, oh, I can draw in red, blue, or yellow, or green, or a black. Rochelle is holding one up right now. Wow, within Rochelle arm's reach. So how's that so working for you? You like that? I like it a lot. I think yeah. that um, back then they weren't as good, but I think that there's a technology to. Have they had good to cook paint. a little. Yeah. They oh, had to cook got a it. That makes sense. Do you have? Do you end up using all of them? Do you think, or do you like use? You probably use like black or blue the most. Yeah, I'm usually uh, black or blue, and then sometimes red if something's important. If it's like. I got to write this note, but I'm like a little mad, actually. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Edit this week's Get Played. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusively read for Get Played. Yeah, yeah. Drawing photos, uh, drawing a picture of us, <laughs> killing us. <laughs> little snowstorm here. Slow King. Uh, I can use pants from Slow King. Very Slow funny. King. And the snowstorm. Everything is just is just snowed over now. And this is all coming from uh, Articuno? I believe so, yes. Because now Articuno is in a bit of distress. Now, Got isn't it. she? So, because the other two legendary Pokemon birds have been captured. There's no uh, balance. Articuno, yeah, Articuno is going nuts and is... Kind of get, ushering in a new ice age, if you will. I think I'd like the job of naming a Pokemon. It seems I think that like would be, be fun. kind of fun. Well, it's it's especially tricky now because there's so many. Yeah, and it's like naming a new car. You know, it's just like well, so many of the obvious ones have already been used. So I got to really come up with something. You know, a little bit more. The, the word play has got to be a little bit more, uh, you know, a little sharper or a little bit more abstract or whatever. Yeah, you can't call it every a, a car. Fun challenge. You can't call every car like BMW. That's already a type. That's a car. BMW's taken, yeah. <laughs> uh, Pikachu is trying to, just said Pika P, is just trying to get mm -hmm. help Ash and freeing these Pokemon. All right, he's using his lair now to, I guess, just shoot cannon rounds at Articuno, who is flying towards... Maybe we didn't specify that the lair is hovering. Yes, it's hovering. Uh-oh. Here's... Lugia. Pikachu. It's... Oh. Charizard has been chosen now. And so they, for sure, were just like, we got to get Charizard in the mix. Let's get him out here. And it's not going to work. Yeah. Because there's not been any real battling in this in this movie yet they've kind of just been in peril all right team rocket they're there this is the enemy of my enemy is my friend situation they're trying to use wheezing 
you big palooka. So they're just using every Pokemon attack yeah. they can think of in the vain hope of undoing these mechanical did you, cages. Did you see Zapdos was like, it's not working. Like Zapdos yeah. sort of like gave a look, was like, that's not going to work, sweetie. Although maybe, though, maybe they just had a breakthrough. Oh. Yeah, it seems to the power of basically every Pokemon type used together has uh, has freed Moltres, and Moltres is now using their mighty fire breath to free Zapdos. And so, Nick, I don't know if this is clear to you. Uh-huh. What makes these Pokemon legendary or special is that they're one of one, right? Right. Like, there's not, you don't see a bunch of these flying around. Cause why would it, why would it matter to get these ones? Yeah. No, I understand in the abstract the, the concept of the legendary Pokemon. It's kind of like there's only one Nick Weiger, you know? Great point. <laughs> I'm kind of a legendary Pokemon. <laughs> Sticky type. Ew. <laughs> or Nick, uh, the moist type. That word is so gross. Oh, Matt. Ew. I can't believe I, I even said- I hate hearing it. I can't believe I said the word moist. Oh, I gotta take my headphones off. You're gonna keep saying moist. <laughs> the, uh, the, okay, the hovering- once hovering, Evil Lair has now run aground. Some of the CG looks a little iffy. Maybe hasn't aged great. Um, and uh, it looks like the crew has all been freed and they are all escaping from the lair now. So we got Team Rocket as well as Ash and Misty and the gang all barreling out of there at once with their Pokemon. Every, every shot in this movie so far that has seems like it should be something that aged bad has looked good yeah, <laughs> yeah. It, it's it's uh, this movie holds up big time visually it, it i'm i'm very pleased with how it how it looks yeah some of the cg is i think the uh, the one thing that maybe just doesn't sit in great with the rest of it yeah and also i feel like some of the shots go on a little too long which kind of strikes me as like this story is a little thin it's like they basically wrote like one episode of the pokemon tv series mm -hmm. and we're just like uh just add like an hour like, just make this a feature film length. But this is the stuff that we want to see now. Like, yeah. We want to see them f using their moves. But, you know, in an age where I feel like there was a time when they would over-explain things to try to just sort of like, okay, we're going to assume that this audience has no idea what this is. We, we're going to assume that some people are going to come see Pokemon the movie 2000 and they've never seen anything associated with Pokemon before. we got to give people some context for what this is. Yeah. 
This has none of that. No. There's no explanation of what Pokemon are, what this world is. You and so to... I think if you're just watching this cold as your mom did, yes. you're probably just like, what What the hell? Is, what am I watching? You have what to have 100% this? buy-in already to even right. enjoy this at all. It's funny that we kind of like rubber banded from this to things like, you know, I don't know why this is the example I'm thinking of, but like the X-Files movie. It felt like they were kind of like, okay, well, we got to really make people understand how the X-Files works in case they haven't seen the show and they're just going to see this in the movie, in the theater. Yeah. To now, like, all the MCU stuff, which is just like, I hope you've done your homework. Like, I hope you've watched the three series that have come out on Disney Plus since the last <laughs> movie, or this movie's going to make no sense. Yes, you know? absolutely. All right, Slow King is telling... Ash to put his treasure. He's he has uh, two of the spheres right now um, on the altar, and so you know, snow covered altar. I have to just give you this little bit of lore dump first. A Please. second. Please, I <laughs> so love it. Slowpoke evolves into Slowbro when yes. a cloister Pokemon bites its tail. And then it has a big shell on its tail. And then with the power of a king's rock, does Slow Bro become Slow King? He's kind of like King Ralph, just kind of like a regular guy, a bro. And then he becomes the king. I loved hearing that. <laughs> it 100% makes sense. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, we've got a three legendary birds all using their powers as they're heading towards the altar. Ice breath, fire breath, lightning breath. Ash is so brave. One note I'd maybe say Ash is very brave. Maybe too many characters. Yeah. I don't know if we need Tracy. What's Tracy yeah. doing today? Just kind of hanging out. Oh, shit. All right. Slow King is saying that Lugia, the Great Guardian, has been summoned, and everyone is astonished. Pikachu with a little shocked Pika there. We talked about this when we covered the first Pokemon movie. Yeah, We'll see if it comes up. The Pokemon theme, just one of the all-time great themes, has no presence in the first Pokemon movie except no. for like a weird cover version of it. And I, it hasn't shown up yet in this one. It's one of those things where it's just kind of it's just kind of notable by its a, for its absence. And I wonder if it's like a licensing or rights thing. I feel or if they like didn't want to have to pay the guy another t a second time or something. That was like, I, is this does this sound right to you? In like the TV, in the movie version of a TV show, the theme song will always be a little plussed up somehow. Like they'll like re-record it in some way, make it a little more like, I don't know. Like if there was a Friends movie, they for sure wouldn't have used the Remembrance version of the theme song. They would have got, like, whatever big band at the time 
was to re-record the song. Yeah, for whatever reason, they kind of feel like we owe it to like, oh, we gotta, yeah, we gotta, we gotta do like a more elaborate, you know, yeah, uh, higher end version of this thing. Not realizing that the fans just want the same thing. Yes, they just want to like hear, like just want to hear that in a movie theater. Yeah, I think they overthink it a lot with these. We should we should run the studios. Hm. I I concur. <laughs> this is just a lot of action that's just like kind of not really going anywhere. It, it's all pretty similar action too. Yeah. And like Oh shit. <laughs> oh, Jesus Lugia just Christ. Got we say that just as Lugia just gets fucking blown out of the sky. <laughs> Holy shit. That, I'm not going crazy, right? That was insanely violent. That was like insane. that was so crazy. <laughs> like yeah. Lugia looked like they died. <laughs> are they are, are so are Articuno, Zapdos, and Moltres bad, or are they driven mad by the collector? Or are they just like naturally going to fight Lugia because Lugia is more powerful? That was that was really jarring. I sort of wonder, and the listener can maybe let us know. I wonder if we would have got that if we weren't talking. Like, <laughs> if I wasn't saying the thing about slow bro, would I have yeah. heard what they were saying? It's kind of hard to say. It's a tough balance. But now, look, every Pokemon you've ever seen is on the way. I love the brigade being summoned. And I know that you don't have as this many... This is what you want to see as a kid, the, the the gigantic tableau of, like, every Pokemon on the horizon. Everybody's here. Uh, hey, Meowth being, like, on your left. That was the Endgame meme, like, 20 years before Endgame. Yeah. I know that you don't have as many to draw from necessarily nick but off the dome yeah. could you say who your favorite pokemon is if you had to pick well, a favorite of the ones you know oh yeah and, I, and it comes from smash brothers you know i was uh -huh. a jigglypuff man okay yeah so i i love jigglypuff i also think jigglypuff is really really cute i love um you know that they put you to sleep um i like the little song I like that they, they get mad when you fall asleep and they draw on your face with a marker. Yeah, they want really they funny. see you to sleep and then they get so mad. <laughs> right, because they're, so, they're like, well, you're not appreciating my song, not understanding that the lullaby is so gentle and tranquil <laughs> that you're putting you into like the greatest slumber you've ever had. Yeah. But to them, they're just like, you're insulting me by falling asleep during my performance, so they draw on your face with a marker. Yeah, Jigglypuff for sure. What about you, Rochelle? Do you think you got a, fa a favorite? Um, my favorite is Squirtle with the sunglasses. Okay, yeah, Squirtle, Squirtle from the Squirtle Squirt. Squad is really good. Um, that is so fun. I ask this, and I think I myself don't know if I have an answer. I was always a Charmander kid. I loved I loved Charizard so much, but that's kind of basic. Um, but if it, but basic doesn't mean it's bad. It's good. Everything everything basic is good actually. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> wait, 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 what the fuck? <laughs> I, what this? What just happened? I, wait. <laughs> I guess I don't remember that Lugia can talk too, but is not talking, is using like 
perhaps telekinesis to communicate. Yeah, it feels like a like a like a mental, like you're just hearing my voice in your head. Because I know and Mewtwo maybe can in do reality, the same. Yeah, and maybe in reality you're not even hearing my voice. You're just hearing my thoughts. But we're going to make it a voiceover to make sense for the audience. You know. Yeah. By the way, I have to mention this because Squirtle came up. Did you see there's a there's a there's a Netflix Adam Sandler animated movie called Leo that has a character named Squirtle that's not Squirtle? How did they get that? Uh, How is you know, that allowed? Cleared? Yeah. Hey. How dare they? You do anything for I the know. Sandman. Probably bought the CEO of the Pokemon company a Maserati or something. <laughs> Bill Burr is the voice of Squirtle, who's just a turtle. He's not the Squirtle that we know. That's so fun. What if it was Squirtle, though? <laughs> I'm just, this is the, on any time I've ever worked on anything, there's always like, hey, legal found out there's actually like a real guy named like John Bingham that lives in the same city the story is set in. So we ha we have to change it because this real John Bingham, if he lawyers up, he could sue us for using his identity. You know, like it's like it's like there's always shit like this. There's always like, hey, we we have this joke about a character getting uh you know diarrhea from eating Arby's. We actually have an ad uh from a company that owns Arby's. So we can't have that joke in there because that conflicts with an ad that's running on another show that's on this network. There's always so yeah. many things like this that how can a character like Squirtle exists and is also not one of the more obscure Pokemon. No. Like, one of the biggest Pokemon. If someone's like, hey, name five Pokemon, someone will say Squirtle in their top five. Absolutely. And that they that they were just, like, got, like, had hey, the character's name Squirtle, and that just, that cleared every single hoop at Netflix to now being a, sh a, a movie that's coming out. Like, how did that possibly happen? <laughs> that's, yeah. I uh, Now, but I gotta say, I'm more interested in watching it to see if they even address it. <laughs> Like, do you think I bet, it's, be like, I bet it's unaddressed. I'm named after a Pokemon. It, from what we know of Pixels, everything in the Sandler canon, like their knowledge of video games stopped in like 1981. <laughs> so I think they probably don't even know about Pokemon at all. Yeah, that's, inter that's interesting to think about. We find anyway, out we're still he, watching this movie. Yeah, that's right. Now they're yeah they're using the Pokemon to run on the the the, the ice like a yeah. Sled. We kind of got like a dog sled situation with Charizard. Which, if I'm Charizard, I'm looking back at Squirtle and Bulbasaur, and I'm like, you guys aren't doing anything. Yeah. <laughs> Why not just fly on his back? Yeah, I guess they are pulling it. It's kind of like a Pokemon Iditarod. <laughs> but Charizard is doing most of the work yeah. here. Most of, if not all. Yeah. But, like, imagine you're just on your way to an island with your friends and your Pokemon, and you get stuck in all this stuff. I'd be so mad. Yeah, it would be really frustrating. What about all the people having who are just having the island festival? What are they up to now? Yeah. And is this on the news? Like what are we <laughs> Is 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 the president addressing the nation? What's going on, you know? Yeah, we had this uh, the, the, our tropical island had like once in a century ice storm that hit like during our festival. This is like the biggest like economic boom for <laughs> Our, uh, our small nation. 
that that happens every year. Now it's completely canceled. Like, what do you do with yourself? It's canceled. Yeah. So Jesse and James are doing their classic Team Rocket little limerick, but they're doing a, a nice thing instead of being bad. That feels like a movie move, too. Yeah. To be like, hey, the bad guys from the the cartoon, from the TV series, are going to turn good in this one. And Ash is, like, confused by it, and is, like, not yeah. stoked. <laughs> <laughs> it's sound logic coming from them. They don't want the world to end, because then there'd be nobody to steal from. Yeah. I guess one thing that I, de I will say that is good about these movies versus like the other, for me, the big, the big pop culture touchstone of this is a thing I liked on TV and it's going to be in a movie. It was Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, mm -hmm. the quote unquote, they were live action, the live action movies where there were, there were guys in suits as the Ninja Turtles. Yeah. And there was always shit that they changed. And you were all and and I will say that this, this these just being the the same animated characters on the big screen, the, the same voices like there's not a lot that they seem to have changed. Yeah, which probably as a kid you're like, okay, great, that's not a thing I have to like either like grapple with to understand that like it's different and understand what that means exactly, and also either defend or get mad about. You know, it's just like this is just more of what I know. In thinking about that for just one second, the yeah, because you know they all have their distinct personalities, the Ninja Turtles, but right. like Leonardo's thing is that he's a party dude, right? No, that's Michelangelo. No, Michelangelo's a party dude. Leonardo leads. Donatello yeah. uh, does, does machines. machines, and uh, Raphael is cool but rude. And Raphael's cool but rude. Yeah. So Michelangelo's a party dude. They're yeah. all kind of party dudes. They are, but like among the party dudes, he's the he parties the hardest. He's the Andrew WK of the group. I think that's a good way to think about it, yeah. <laughs> my friend, my friend from high school saw Andrew WK at a bar once. I probably told this story. And uh Andrew he was just sitting like Andrew WK was just like sitting there, like just like at the bar, just like having a drink, just like hanging out. Yeah. And my friend was drunk and he went up to him. He's like, what's wrong with you, man? You're not even fucking partying. Like, like all mad. Oh my God. <laughs> and Andrew's like, I know, man, I'm just hanging out. I'm sorry. <laughs> just like a normal, nice man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm just hanging. But partying is different. Partying's on a scale. There's not one way to party. Hanging out is partying if that's what you want to make it, you know? None of them seem to be saying that they're cold. They're running around on ice. There's ice everywhere. <laughs> and they're not like, I'm freezing. The only one that remarked on it was Slow King. And he was like, I need pants. That's it. You kind of have to take that in stride, I think. You just have, yeah. you kind of have to be like, okay, Ashes in short sleeves. Um, you know, Jesse's got a bare midriff. They're effectively in the Arctic. Yes, the debilitating cold in reality would be the main thing on their minds. And it would be all encompassing. Be the only thing they would not be able to focus on any other task. Right. But. And then Ash gets on Lugia's back, 
Yeah. Jesse and James and Meowth just saved his ass and is flying away with <laughs> with Lugia, not even <laughs> stopping for the <laughs> three of them. <laughs> it's like, you guys are on your own. Hop on or, or stay here. Uh, Lugia voiced by the actor Eric Rath, not Roth, Eric Rath. Mm-hmm. Not a, it, it's just interesting to look at some of these actors who are in, like, this was like a big movie, you yeah. know, $130 million at the box office. Wow. And because it's big IP. And then you look at this guy, this guy is like voicing like one of the major characters here. And nowadays I feel like they would get a celebrity, right? Yeah. It would be but like Christian is, Bale. It would get Christian Bale to come in and, and, you know, do a half day to do all, knock out all these lines. Yeah. But this this dude Eric Rath and like his other credits are like you know he was a newscaster on a couple episodes of Law and Order Criminal Intent. Um, he looks like he has a small role man at fertility clinic and it's complicated. He's not like a dude. He's like a, just a character actor who like works sporadically. It's just kind of interesting how things used to be cast. I wonder who the most famous fan of Pokemon is like like a famous person that likes Pokemon. There, there's definitely, I would say, probably an athlete because you know, it's, it's, there's so many. That, that's you know, you, you you get into the you get into the to major league baseball or the NBA at like 19 years old. Yeah, I mean, a lot of the dudes have like grown up with Pokemon. Maybe Post um, Malone so, is up there too, right? Is he a, is he a Pokemon fan? I know he's a Magic the Gathering guy. Okay, freaking nerd. Yeah, Posty's kind of a nerd. I think there's got to be yet. Yeah, I I want. I don't know who it is. I don't know who. I can't think of a name off the top of my head. Um, I know like uh, Zion Williamson, uh, the uh, NBA player, uh, is a big uh, Naruto fan. Oh wow! So is big. You know, there, there's a lot of big anime fans in among athletes. Ooh. Okay, so Lugia has fallen through the ice and emerges in a protective orb with Ash and Pikachu riding him like a steed. Yeah. Uh, shoots a giant ray beam at the evil fortress. Oh. I think just that I think if there's an issue with this movie, it's that it doesn't really necessarily have a traditional narrative. It's just like a series of events that happen. Yeah. You know? And also like like for Ash being the protagonist, he doesn't quite seem to be the instigating force in the story's revolution uh, resolution rather. Yeah. They, I mean maybe we'll see we'll see when we get to the finish line. <laughs> Lugia, so just sinking in the ocean after having been, I guess, felled by the legendary Pokemon birds and just says, I have failed. So now the world is going to end. Yeah. Okay, Misty's a little cold. She got a little like hoodie on. Okay, Melody has to play Lugia's song was trying to pawn it off onto Misty, but Misty's like, no, I got to go look for Ash. I think Tracy has said three things in this whole movie. 
Tracy does not need to be here. No, no. Pikachu is holding Ash in the ocean. And now Misty's in the ocean getting them. Oh, good. There's rope. Okay, now Tracy's doing something. Jesus Christ. Pulling them in. I've been uh, trying to sneak bites of an apple because I'm really hungry. Yeah. Surreptitiously. I don't think I'm doing a good job. Intentionally trying not to finish it. Yeah. <laughs> I'll save this for I, th- later. I would just say what I'm saying is I think people can tell that I'm maybe eating something. Was that? Um, I apologize. I'm trying to be off mic. A green? Was that a green apple I saw? No, it's not a green oh. apple. It's a Fuji, but it's got like the some green coloration mm-hmm. to it. You know, Fujis are really great. Yeah, I like a Fuji. Solid I like, apple. I like a Cosmic Crisp right now. That's kind of my number one. Great name for an apple. You can tell it's like new. Like it's like a new one, right? Like right. <laughs> They didn't come up with Cosmic Crisp in like the 30s or whatever when they were naming apples. For sure. And the Envy Apple, I think, is another <laughs> recent one I see some sometimes. You know, talking about old apple varietals, uh, I've, I've encountered an Arkansas Black at a farmer's market. Oh. That one is just really hitting. That's like maybe my favorite apple. I'm going to have to seek that out. It's not always out. available, but if you, if, you, if you stumble upon an Arkansas Black, treat yourself. Okay. That sounds like a teacher's desk ass apple. You know what I mean? <laughs> it kind of has that hue to it. It's like kind of a classic coloration. Although it's a little bit darker than like a red delicious. Mm-hmm. It's certainly, it's it's so, um, it's like not mealy at all. It's like, a, like it got a great texture yeah. to it. Great crispness to it. Just a perfect balance of tart and sweet. Just a really, really well balanced apple. So I'm if I'm Ash in this moment, I'm going to turn to Slow King and King as soon as I do this and say, what the hell am I even doing, man? What the, what the <laughs> fuck is this? Yeah, I just, all right, I got two of the spheres here, and I'm putting the third sphere in the altar. To what end? Also, what are you what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> you just kind of hang out here? Yeah, you kind of, you don't do anything. Okay. So that's activated some sort of shrine. This is very video gamey here. Yeah, put the three MacGuffins uh, into the receptacles, and now some uh, some green ooze, some some mutagen is coming out, <laughs> and it is charging up uh, this altar and these giant stone pillars. Oh wait, yeah, now Melody has to play the song in the Ocarina of Time. I think right, Slow, on, Slow King's voice shouldn't have been so dumb sounding, you know? Yeah, it's inter- It's an interesting choice. This is roughly contemporaneous with Ocarina of Time, so Ocarinas were hot back then. I got a fever, and the only prescription... Is more ocarina. That could have been like a mega sixty four bit, like back in the day, <laughs> early pre YouTube uh, video sketch. <laughs> Christopher Walken in the Zelda universe. All right, so Melody is playing this melody, and we're just kind of watching shots of stuff happen. 
the mutagen is pouring <laughs> onto the landscape and it seems i think it's just going to thaw everything it's yeah restoring the world yeah restoring order it's going really far yeah <laughs> that was like a just that was a lot kind of flooding everything that's a lot <laughs> that's like you know <laughs> You know, like when you're like, oh shit, I have to go, like, I have to go pee. And then sometimes yeah. you're like, I guess I really had to go. I didn't realize, yeah, the extent of this. Now they're all happy again. They're like, okay, now we don't have to fight. But are they happy? I can't tell what happened. Because they also, it's, it's hard to tell if they were bad. Yeah. They're not bad, right? They were just manipulated. They were manipulated. They were bamboozled and led astray, you know? And Lugia has been liberated. And the oceans have thawed. I wonder how many times Ash has saved humanity. Hey, okay, add to the list now. Yeah. He's probably lost count. <laughs> Pikachu Pikachu is so cute. It is it's it, amazing it's how, insane. <laughs> it's amazing how they all just took in stride Lugia landing. And then Ash, Ash wordlessly getting onto Lugia's back and flying away. Yeah. Like, and I was like, hey, wait, where are you going? Yeah. We can, can we talk about this? Yeah. Like, what are we actually doing, though? Where do we, where do we go now? And because this is in between arcs in the show, they're going to get it. to wherever they're going next and never speak of this again. <laughs> <laughs> they saved the world. Yes. From a right, climate disaster. Cool. Like, like the planet is kind of being ringed with some sort of mystical energy, like a big uh, sort of tunnel of, I can't tell what that is exactly, some sort of, of, of aquatic sort of, it just looks like a, like a big tube of water yeah. that's circumnavigating the globe. And can I say, yeah. when they gave us a shot of the bad guy and his ship all destroyed, I f had forgotten about him. <laughs> you forget that the main antagonist of the movie... The driving force of what just happens. Like, yeah. oh, yeah, that guy. I was like, oh, shit, yeah, him. I mean, they just must have no time to make these movies. They're just <laughs> churning them out. This comes out, what, one year after the first Pokemon? Yeah, pretty quick. Quick, quick, quick tur turnaround. So they just turn it around right away. They, they're, they're in production while that other while the while the first movie is still in production they're just like let's just go get 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 straight to work at it and we watched so yeah, the they first probably had one. no time to write it either we watched the first one on this show we did and yes. it has more it has more going on story wise it's definitely way more of a movie than this one yes this is pretty slight I don't remember how the third one was, and I know that there's like other ones, but these the first three are often paired together. I think because like that's like maybe my and Rochelle's generation, like yeah. sort of calling for that nostalgia, and like the once the movies past that weren't like huge box office like smash hits here. No, and now there have been like 15 Pokemon movies or something like that, right? Yeah, something like, probably something like that, yeah. All right, so we're now in kind of the coda here. Lugia is telling us the Beast of the Sea has been tamed. 
he's congratulating the protagonists for pulling this off. They're basically communing with a god, and they're yes. just kind of like, whatever. Cool. <laughs> See you later, Poseidon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the third movie is Pokemon 3, the movie. And that's the one with the uh, uh, the unknown, the unknown. I don't know if this got it in an American release. I don't. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I think they stopped doing theatrical after the third one, because then I would hear about these other ones and be like, I didn't. I would have gone to see it in the theaters probably. Maybe it was a, a one of those. Um, what do you call it? Fathom events or something like that, or uh, right, one of those other types of I, things. That no, this was released domestically. Part three was. Part four, okay. I'm not sure. I I mean, my th- big thing is like I feel like I know some stuff about Pokemon. Yeah, you're right. Pokemon Forever, the fourth one, did not get an, an American release. Mm. I don't think. Um, I feel like I know something about Pokemon until I try to pronounce any of them aloud. Yeah. And I'm just like, I don't know how to say any of this stuff. <laughs> if, okay. If this was my kid, a, I'd be like, you're coming home with me. This is done. We're done with this. <laughs> As of 20, yeah, but Ash's mom is kind of just kind of like, Ash, you do this, like, seems kind of like just kind of scolding him a little bit, but also a little bit like, yeah, whatever. What did I tell you about getting involved in climate disasters? <laughs> uh, the As of 2020, if you count Detective Pikachu, there are 24 Pokemon fe- feature films. That's a lot. That's That's a lot of movies. That's insane. They're just churning them out. Half a year of content if we did one a week on this show. Yeah. <laughs> and now Slow King's being all cute. Slow King's meeting with Team Rocket now. Addressing Wait, did us. we just break the fourth wall? Slow King turned to camera to say a lot of uh, a lot of people have seen the good that you've done, and they're just like, I guess the bad guys are now the good guys. Everyone spikes the lens. Everyone looks straight at the audience. That's in a chill down my spine. <laughs> <laughs> All right, now we're at the credits, and it's just over. <laughs> It fades, it, it, it fades on Jesse and James talking, and now the movie's just over. <laughs> the Pokemon theme song would go a long way right here. Yeah. No, instead we're getting a song, I believe, by uh, Donna Summer. It's Donna Summer's The Power of One. What was that call like? Uh, hey, Donna, do you want a quarter million dollars? <laughs> yeah, like, yeah like, all right. Sign me up. Sure. Here. Done. <laughs> I'm headed for the booth. It's not a bad song. Hey, you know, you can do a lot worse than Donna Summer. Yeah. Some real hits.
you know, I do like the credits with just like big shots of the landscape. Yeah. Instead of just scrolling names over black, we've got just like, hey, here's some different scenes that, uh, you know, again, it's very video gamey. Here's some different scenes you remember from what we've just experienced. It's got to be so dangerous to just ride around on like a Lapras's back. I would not do that in the open ocean. I'd be really worried about falling off and the Pokemon not noticing. Yeah. That'd be my concern. Because one thing, you fall off a horse in, like, the plains, but, you know, in the middle of the ocean, right. what are you going to do? And so Tracy replaced Brock on the show. Brock became, like, a Pokemon breeder on the show, and then they introduced Tracy. And Tracy does not do it for me. Why did they do that? Rochelle seems to be nodding along. I like, why did they make that change? I don't remember why. I wonder if it was like a weird, like, we had to kind of, you know how like on TV shows now, instead of doing like a fourth season, they'll like, it'll be like a soft reboot and it, yes. it'll have like uh, the same cast. And, and this is Weird Al doing uh, a weird uh, Pokemon song. Uh a Pokemon it's Polka. Pokemon. Yeah. That's really that's fun. That's fun. Uh, but I wonder if it was like, oh, we're done with this cast. Let's differentiate it a little bit so we don't have to pay the people or the same licensing that we had to do for the other one or something like that. Yeah, it could very well be the case. It's just they, they wanted to recast the actor for whatever reasons. <laughs> there or, he is back or there. They, it's the same actor and they just want to pay him less. Yeah, he's, he, is, he basically has a glorified cameo in this movie. Yeah. Wow, they really did not want to give Weird Al much runway there. No, they should. They have played, played about thirty seconds of a song, which is maybe the best thing that I've experienced in this movie. I the Weird Al Pokemon song. I loved that, and I think it should because he's just naming a bunch of Pokemon and rhyming them. It should have been in the movie. It should have been in the it movie. It should have been a sequence they were in like, the movie. <laughs> they're like, ah, oh, we can't do more. We can't commit to more than twenty seconds of this. Let's go to another um, extremely emotional song. <laughs> I just looked up what happened to Brock. Uh-huh. Yeah. And they said that he was removed from the show because his creators thought his design was racist. Oh, oh wow. Well, that's good then. But that's that makes it even funnier that they didn't scrub him completely. Yeah, he's like, we'll like still uh, put him in here. Well, we still got, I mean, we, he's got to poke in a little bit. <laughs> yeah. And maybe he was too horny for the kids' show. Gosh, imagine Is Brock that kind of his characterization, kind of horny? He was kind of horny. He was the horn yeah. that he always loved Officer Jenny. Or Nurse Joy. Yeah. He goes crazy for them. Sort of tongue rolls out. Can't blame him. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm just saying. Uh, we should. Well, okay. So it's, so the movie's the movie is over. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna. I. I. To me, this is a. I'm gonna rate this bad boy off of one viewing. Um, like kind of like watching it, uh, with sixty percent commitment because I'm also talking at the same time. I would give this like to me this is like a four out of ten. It's not really a movie. No, it's got some cool stuff to look at and it's got good good Pokemon action. They didn't even but... really play with that love triangle very much, did they? They sort of just sort of teased it. The Melody giving Ash a little kiss on the cheek and making Misty jealous. It's played for a single beat. <laughs> I think it come that comes from just there being too many characters yeah. in this. They're just like, well, we got to get them all in here, and it's just like, ah, I think you got to make some tough decisions. And 
Uh, what, 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 how would you rate this, what, this one, Matt? Uh, well, you know, I think I have to rate it um, the same way I did when I was a little kid, and this is the best movie I've ever seen. <laughs> no, uh, yeah, it doesn't like it does not hold up from like a if you remove the nostalgia goggles from it, right? Like it's like yeah, I hadn't seen it since I was but a child, and back then it was just enough to see Pokemon on a big screen that I was like, that was awesome. I loved that. Yeah, and now I would say yeah, it's about four four point five out of 10 if we're doing it on a 10 scale um yeah but because it's not it's almost nothing yeah there are like <laughs> i don't know there's not even really cut scenes in pokemon games but i feel like there's a little more there's a little more story just even in like the beginning part of a pokemon game that is more interesting than what happened here even though yeah the world did almost end and they were kind of just like oh this whatever yeah fucking whatever yeah <laughs> Uh, Rochelle, you got a score for this bad boy? I'll go with the around a four too. I think, like yeah. you were saying before, this could have been an episode. I feel like more happens right. in an episode, actually, Pokemon. <laughs> 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 but I'm also realizing that um, my profound sadness that I felt was actually for the first Pokemon movie and not this one. Oh, got it. Maybe it was a different kind of sadness, <laughs> and it was like I watched this. Yeah, it was more of an emptiness after this. Yeah. One. yeah. <laughs> uh, we should we should wrap up the episode, but there is one thing I feel like we we should mention because this is the Pokemon the movie two thousand episode. This is the movie where that became a part of the presidential campaign because Herman Cain was quoting from the song The Power of One in his speeches and got called out on them being lyrics from the Pokemon, uh, from this song from the Pokemon movie. Uh, as specifically, he had, uh, in August during a primary Republican primary debate in Iowa, Kane quoted a poet as having said, life can be a challenge, life can seem impossible, but it's never easy when there's so much on the line. On Saturday, he admitted... I believe these words came from the Pokemon movie. <laughs> <laughs> That's. <laughs> I give this a six now. <laughs> what if he had quoted the polka? <laughs> I know. Uh, Kane admitted to GQ in a recent interview that he first heard the song, uh, the uh, the 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 song "The Power of One" by Donna Summer during the Olympics and instantly sparked to it. I fell in love with the song, fell in love with how she sang the song, and fell in love with the words. Committed it to memory. Now, why did I commit to memory? Because one of the things I did before I ran for president is I was a professional speaker. Motivation comes from within. Uh, that's what I do. I inspire people. I inspire the public. I inspire my staff. So, yeah, he was he was quoting this, I guess, pretty frequently before people started to be like, hey, those are just lyrics from this the, the end credit song of the second Pokemon film. What if he looks straight up like, what if he was like Aerodactyl, Seal, Machoke, Meryl, Moltres, then Slowpoke, Articuno, Ditto, Muck, Flareon, and Old Psyduck. A wise person once said that in a song. Yeah. I mean, that if he'd done that, then he would now be on our money. Yeah, he'd, <laughs> he'd be in his fifth term. Yeah. In the United States. <laughs> what a, what a, what a world. That's so great. Yeah. That's. Yeah, that rocks. How is Pokemon factored into two major elections? 
<laughs> Definitely the the funnier of the the Pokemon related yeah. uh, election scandals <laughs> versus Pokemon Go to the polls. Yeah, yeah. The fact that there are two though is, I mean, I guess it's the biggest yeah. IP that's going to come up. It also kind of reminds you that it wasn't like it wasn't just 2016 that completely like broke everyone's brains. No. It's like things have always kind of been like that. Yes, you just it just got things just kind of accelerated in how stupid they are. <laughs> I I love it. I thank you for reading that. That's so funny. Uh, okay, well, hey, that's uh that's this episode of uh, Get Animated. Next week, Matt, in the schedule, I believe we're going to do a one-off episode where we're discussing. Zom 100 bucket list of the dead. Is that correct? That's right. That's how these are going to release. Yes. Great. Uh, and our buddy, our buddy Yusong Lu is going to be joining us. So that'll be a lot of fun. We're going to talk about Zom 100. We're going to talk about the, it's, there are nine episodes that have been released. Um, we're just going to talk generally about the show. We're not going to spoiler our way through the entire series, but we're just going to do one off to talk about this anime that, that came out this year. Um, that, uh, that, you know, I've really enjoyed that a lot of people have responded to and, but has also weirdly been interrupted in its production. Uh, and uh, and so we we're not quite sure where it's when it's going to come back. But yeah, it, it felt like a, a like, like a fun thing to discuss, a fun thing to cover. So if you want to watch along with us, watch at least I would say watch it the first couple episodes. They're on. They seem to be pre- airing on pretty much everything. I yeah. think they're licensed on Netflix and Hulu and Crunchyroll. So watch on your platform of choice. Uh, and yeah, I think if you watch the first two or three episodes, you'll be up to speed with what we'll probably cover next week. Watch those along with us, and then we'll we'll see you next week. And until then, you got animated, and actually, you got Lugiad. You have been Lugiad, chosen one. <laughs> it's a booming voice from the ocean depths. What the fuck is happening? And then you're just kind of like, mm, okay, okay, <laughs> okay. I'm seven, sure. <laughs> I got animated. I have a single pube. That's fine. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Bye.